discussing that heat in the street. Yeah, we got just what you need. Don't bother me, cheek. You rockin' with beats, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. And those are just bother me, cheek. You rockin' with beats, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. And those are just bother me, cheek. You rockin' with beats, discussing the heat in the streets. Take over the west and the east. I got what you need. And those are just bother me, cheek.
ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast. And your host, FC Violent. Hello. Oh, there we go. There we go. What's going yeah, on, everybody? It's your boy FC Violent. This is the Vitamin G Gaming Crew. This is Vitamin G, G Gaming Podcast, but tonight we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, back by popular demand, we all will we'll be doing the Final Fantasy VII spoiler cast. Probably gonna be an hour, hour and a half show, just basically talking about Final Fantasy VII, talking about the things we like, we don't like, talking about some of the controversies or Dante, how they say it over in Britain, contra, uh, was it controversies or whatever y'all say it over there. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking about, you know, I guess like the ending and stuff. So for those who haven't beaten it, please leave now. Or if you want to stay, at least you'll know more about how the ending and other stuff like that uh, come comes a path. Or at least our ideas on it. All right. So uh, without further ado, let's introduce the panel. I'm going to go to my guy coming in, coming in hot. My guy, Mr. Japanese King himself, Kofi. What's going on, bro? What you been, what you been up to? What's going on, everybody? Glad, glad to be here. I'm very excited for this. Um, to our, our two uh, guests, thank you for being here. Um, yeah, I've been playing Legend of Heroes Cold Steel 4. Um, as you guys know, I think in the time that we've been between casts, um, the sequel to Cold Steel 4 was announced for August 24th. So the time is on the clock, guys. I refuse to be behind, and I'm very excited. This is the 10th installment in the series, and I've never been up to date. So this is my opportunity, as long as I beat Cold Steel 4. Bro, that, that uh, grind yeah. of yours, that, that grind from, I think, uh, when, we, when we started doing this, what, what number were you on? I was, I had not played Cold Steel. I had right. played as so you of, started, yeah. I remember you did like a, a marathon. Yeah. Cold Steel. I think it was like episode maybe I don't know, five or something like that. It's like, yeah, I'm going to just do all yep. the Cold Steel games. And I'm like, yeah, I had finished the fifth game and then I did three back to back for a total. I think it was like 550 hours, something like that total. Yeah, that's, yeah, so. that's wild, man. Shout out, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Listen, my, my bad. I, this, my, my guy Wes in the chat saying, line ass timer. You are right. That's it's on Kofi. We're waiting on him. Anyway, it's like nah. Uh, let me let me go to the rest the rest of the uh, panel here. Let's go to the special guest. I don't know if my guy's back yet, but let me go straight to him, man. NYT goon, new young Yo. terror goon. Introduce you yourself. Let people, me, yeah, let Just people know who you are, me. man. Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. All right, man. That's uh NYT double O N. You know what I'm saying? AKA Kino Flex. One part of terror. I made the uh, intro song for my boy VGP. Sir. Man, I'm hoping y'all loving it. More music coming soon. Man, I'm just, up, uh, happy to be here, man. Yes, sir. For those who want an intro or something like that, check him out. If you guys don't know, that's NYT Music uh, Cousin, man. Great great group of guys, man. He got some fire. The drone is fire, man. He got some more heat coming through, and I cannot wait to show you that. Shout out to Graphic Guys. Shout out to Night Music. And definitely shout, shout out to Kino Flex, man. I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be Tell fire, you. man. I don't know if you've seen it. It's supposed to be... I ain't, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. It's gonna be fine. That intro is gonna be. It's gonna top everything we do. Yeah, you, so. can't, you can't give it too much right now, though. You can't, I can't give it too I can't. much. It's, it's gonna be yeah. sick. It's gonna be. It's gonna be legit. Yeah, All right, sick. man. So that's what's up, man. I, I'm glad you're here. Last time we tried to get you on here for someone who works in music, could not get your mic yeah, in order, man. It, so. I needed y'all to teach me, man. Thank there you for, for showing me the way, Sensei. I appreciate yes, y'all. There man. we go. That's what's up, man. Let me. The yeah. other special guest, my guy, Mr. Final Fantasy himself, Chris Righteous. What's going on, bro? And also. Congratulations. 
Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. Can you guys hear me okay? You buying a we little bit, man. Uh, okay, okay. Um, Yeah, man, y'all, I appreciate it. What, what happened? They used botting a little bit. You're good now. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, great to be uh, on. Um, you know what I mean? I appreciate the invite. I've been waiting on this one. Um, you know, I enjoy you guys' podcasts and all the panel members. Um, yeah, very excited about uh, to talk about spoilers. It's going to be a very good one. It's going to be very informative, right? Um, and actually, this was the perfect time to have this spoiler class mm -hmm. because a lot of information has been confirmed by the Final Fantasy VII Ultimate, a book that came out in Japan. Really? So all I'm going to say is I was right about a lot of things. <laughs> but a lot of things have been confirmed. So let's go. All right. All right. Well, like I said, we'll go, we'll go over each and every detail because there's a lot of people saying some theories and a lot of people saying something else. So it'll be your time to also glow, at least elaborate to those who just are interested to know, maybe not even thinking about getting Final Fantasy VII, maybe trying to figure out what this actual game is about. So... Definitely, definitely can't wait to get into that. Let's get to the other Final Fantasy head, man. Other than Madden, he loves this game for some reason. Let me go to my guy, Pharaoh. What you, what you been up to, bro? Not much. Um, I'm in my second playthrough of uh, Final Fantasy. I haven't dove, I haven't dove into hard mode yet because I'm just, you know, going through real slow and just taking in the story again. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in uh, chapter eight. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, oh. that's that's it. Listen, I'm gonna beat the, I'm gonna beat the uh, game, damn it! All right. <laughs> I just finished all the side missions last night for uh, Sector Five Slum, so I'm on my way to Wall Market. Okay. Oh, that's where I'm at. Wait, I'm at Walmart. I'm, on, I'm, I'm at Wall Market. Nah, man, they, they were getting on my getting on my knees. I have not beaten it yet, but I will. Don't worry about it. Oh man. Yeah, hey, I'm at Wall Market. I'm at Wall Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's my L. I, I I said I was gonna beat it, I didn't beat it. So being the host, I just gotta just take it on the chin. But I'm I'm, I'm gonna play it anyway. Big I enjoy the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah facts, facts. <laughs> I'm gonna try to like probably mute everybody. <laughs> oh man, oh, my, good luck. Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna moderate. Y'all do the talking. Just make yeah. sure everything flows. All right, so that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, we're still missing uh, my guy Reg. I think he just platinum the game. Was it two days ago? Oh, he's not here. Not yeah, yet. He not yet. He, he said he's running a little late. He'll be yeah, all right. Running a little, running a little late. He's gonna get in here, man. He's gonna get in here. And uh, I think Kofi, you beat the game, right? Yeah, I beat the game, I think, about a week ago now. Okay, cool, cool. All right, and uh, let's go to the other guy that's in here, man. The other Sony brethren, Omar with the spiky haircut looking like Sonic's. Sonic, what's going on, bro? Do your intro. Death Stranding. <laughs> did, did you beat it? No, I'm at chapter five, uh, episode five. All right, so we're about, we're about the same, like, distance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or... Fair point. Okay, here is on the chain. Um, yeah, it's it's addicting. Like uh, I remember now why I never beat the game because it's addicting as fuck. It's like I'm you, you run through the game, right? You didn't mm -hmm. take your time building bridges, building roads, no. and so on. No, I did everything, bro. Like I you... like my my actual score was pretty high. Oh, okay. I built so, every bridge. Uh... <laughs> like I was super addicted today. I, when I okay, get into the motor nice. stuff, I just tend to, like, I don't know. I was Bob the Builder. I was fucking building everything. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, then you know how much time mm -hmm. it takes to build the road. Takes a while, and yeah. Especially, and especially if you're the only one doing it mm -hmm. and nobody else helping you. So, that's why I need around 2K for just 
metal, for example. But luckily, I already have around 20k ready. But it's also a matter of transporting them, which takes also a few time. Yeah. You know where I'm at? Where I'm at? I'm at a place where you need to go to uh, almost to the mountain with a bomb. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's starts and to get easier once you get the uh, the zip lines, so, but uh, actually the zip line is iffy. It's like you gotta position it what? right, man. You gotta make it like a conveyor. But how I made it, yeah, I made it so my, my issue, it my my issue is my chiral network. I don't have enough mm, space. Yeah, yeah, That's that, that part. Issue. That part is one. I actually built a bridge outside the Cairo network. That's how. That's how. That's how committed I was. You know how like you gotta do extra. Like you don't. They don't give you the full resources if you're outside of it. You gotta like provide like literally from zero to what's it three thousand whatever it is. I did that. <laughs> but uh, nice. That, that's what's yeah, up, man. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a freaking fantastic game. As for the spoilers, uh, I do recommend people who don't want to be spoiled to leave the chat. Because we're going in, all in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I think we're missing, we're missing fucking nose. But I, I, I know he doesn't care for the game. But uh, I don't know if he's coming or not. If not, I'm gonna try to get some more people in here. But anyway, last but not least, my guy Dante. Oh yeah, I just wanna say oh. uh, one last thing. Um, Jay Body can come. Something. Uh, uh, okay. Um, something came up at the very uh, last second. He apologized. Uh, not, not a problem, man. All right. Last but not least, Dante Crisis, do your intro. Hey, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing today? Um, honestly, I've I've just been powering through a couple of games. I got Hell Yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit done. Uh, that was an interesting experience. Uh, completed Fort Honor in one goddamn sitting, which was surprising. I didn't. I, I knew. I heard it was short, but I didn't think it was that short. Uh, played some Battlefield 4 today, which surprisingly still has a big, uh, still has a lot of people playing on servers, and uh, started Gears Tactics as well, which is actually a really good fucking game at the moment. Yeah, uh, we'll go. We'll go into the regular format next week, and then I'll, I'll have to. I'll force myself to play a little bit of Gears Tactics so I can talk about it. I ain't forcing it. That's my type of game. I'll play it. Um, all right, let's. Uh, let me go straight to the chat and introduce or shout out to the guys who are here. Who don't care about spoilers is coming in and supporting Darklink999. What's going on, bro? My PlayStation brother, Wes the Great. What's going on, brother? Uh, Dark Knights, or Dante's in the chat. Brandon Bryce always coming through. The Clonius Games. Omar's in the chat. Salty's Gaming coming through real quick just to say what's up. I appreciate you, bro. I know you don't want to hear the spoilers. Jirohama doing the same thing. Cyber, Cyber the Wolf. And of course, that's it. So for those who. Uh, are interested definitely karate chop that like button share this out to other gamers who, who want to probably get into the debate and if somebody wants to come through we have uh, well, i think one open slide because reg is coming through right now so let me know so without without further delay let's get straight into the actual topic of the day so i'm trying to figure out how we're gonna i guess set this up let me let me go straight to chris actually so Thought, overall thoughts after after playing let's, let's do let's do the original thoughts first and it will translation or translate into or transition into more of the uh the story beats and stuff just and stuff like that yeah yeah so yeah, pretty so much I, like a, a quick review yes exactly um so yeah man overall thoughts um the game is amazing um 
I absolutely loved it, right? No cap. Um, everything about the game, um, from the, the the graphics, even though there are inconsistencies in some areas that are pretty bad, um, but that never took away from the overall experience in most of the areas because it looks, it still looks beautiful. Um, the characters, um, how the characters interact with each other and dialogue, um, I felt they nailed every single character perfect. Um, each voice, each voice actor for each character, I thought was done very well, and um, how none of it came off as, although from a few lines here and there, none of it really came out as cheesy or corny or anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, like a lot of Japanese game does. Even though I like some of that stuff, but I'm just saying, um, the combat was great. Um, aside from the issues with the aerial combat, definitely needs to be uh, yeah. um improved upon uh, uh, a lot better within the sequels. Um, the soundtrack is freaking the best soundtrack this generation. And mm. a lot of that does have to do with nostalgia for me, but all of the new additions and the remixes and the new uh, songs that are added into it, um, to me, that's, that's, that's just like 11 out of 10. Um, uh, some of the issues I have with the game is, like I said, like the aerial combat can be improved upon. Um, some of the level designs I felt were a little bit too linear. I felt like I would have liked some type of different path you can take, and just just a little bit. I was I was okay with it being linear because most JRPGs or most Final Fantasy games are really linear, right? Yeah. Especially the old one, the the original one is is pretty linear until you reach a certain point and then it opens up. So, uh, but yeah, overall, like the level designs can be a little bit too linear for uh, for my taste. And um, and some of the some of the sections that you go through where the game forces you to slow walk and go in between these walls or go under you know underneath a rock or something like that and really really slow you down. Um, this is why the SSD for next generation is going to benefit us a lot because the reason for that is that the, the devs are purposely slowing you down so that the area can load in or the next area can fully mm -hmm. load in. But it gets kind of annoying, especially when you go through going through it again. It can get kind of annoying. But overall, man, like uh, critical review, like the game is not perfect. I give it about like a 9.5. There was some issues regarding for it. As a huge fan of the original and with the story and um, where they're taking, where uh, the potential of where they're taking this next, which we're, we're going to get into, mm -hmm. um, that's just like a freaking 10 out of 10 to me. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my overall impressions and my issues with the game. Perfect. All right. That's what's up, man. Let, let, let me go to let me go to Kino Flex here, man. MIT Goon. Uh do you have anything to add to what, what Chris Reich says or or like what's what's your overall, I guess, quick thoughts of the game before we get a little bit into you know, getting get deeper? All right. So I mean all right, so anything that I'm gonna say, this is coming from somebody who never played the original, that's, or I should say good. never beat the original. That's good. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what your thoughts on that. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of context tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, dog. So like, like my big cousins, um, like Night Music and Night Thug. Like, growing up watching them play it, that essentially taught me how to read. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I got a little older, towards my like 13, 14 years, I'm typing it up on YouTube, watching other people do playthroughs of it. So now we can like speed up to now, and I'm like experiencing the game for myself. And it's like, okay, I was the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, still am, I can say. And this was like a perfect combination of like Kingdom Hearts 3 and Devil May Cry 5. Mm, and it was like, okay. it was it was awesome to me because it was like dope combat, 
I mean, I did hate the aerial stuff because when you come from playing KH, it's like you can just jump <laughs> and go right into the sky and just start fighting. And I'm hoping that they kind of go with the fix as to future, you know, installed installments of this game. But I mean, when it comes down to story, they hit every every single punch that they needed to hit. I mean, I got emotional. I mean, I wasn't crying, you know what I'm saying? But I got emotional. And, you know, I got pissed off. I felt like with the, where, where the characters were coming from. I think every story beat was hit the right way, except for towards like the end of the game, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, I mean, I guess we're going full of spoilers, right? So yeah. when Aerith is like uh, captured and she's, well, I guess she gave, gives herself up to Shinra or whatever. And, you know, the gang is going for her. It's like they give you this, this slat of, of side missions to do that just really like kills the you know what i'm saying kills the tension of whatever situation Mm -hmm. is going on right now and it just like make you feel like okay all right i like her and whatever she's cool but let me just go do this other stuff like i feel like if it was uh uh, panned out a little bit more i would have enjoyed that last you know the couple hours i would say of the game a lot more than i did but my favorite part of the game was like wall market wall market was dope man like (laughs) especially seeing where they came from and seeing that they were trying their hardest to do the most the most fan service. Like when you're going into Don Corneo's uh like back secret room, you look on the ground, you see that like that iconic dragon. Like that was really sick, bro. Like a lot of the art pieces and things that they did, uh like when I literally have the heaven symbol tattooed on me, the same kanji that uh, Akuma has, that kanji is on uh Don Corneo's bed. And I was just I was on, on my knee, uh, like my pins and needles, like, bro, if they don't have that kanji on that bed, bro, I'm gonna be pissed, man. So I feel like a lot of things as far as being a fan of the overall story of Final Fantasy, never actually going in and playing it from first part to the last, man, they, they killed it, bro. And I know that this is just the Midgar section and I can't wait to, to see what they're gonna do, you know, with uh, future installments. But this right here, I can give it a, a honestly, I give it a 10, bro, because- wow. Like I said, man, I don't have anything to kind of base it off of. You know what I'm saying? Like coming from somebody who can't say, ah, they did this the wrong way. I can't right. do that. So it's like for me, this is coming from somebody who's really just wanting a more a, a more mature Kingdom Hearts. And this is what this is to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm finally getting kid like these guys from from the Square Enix world cursing and saying shit that I would say now. You know? So it's mm-hmm. like it's pretty dope. To finally grow up with these characters, and now I'm 26, and I can see these characters do it. What I, I would assume that developers and, and writers were actually imagining, you know, when they were putting up those little bubbles with the curse, you know what I mean, like the yeah, <laughs> all the other stuff. So it's really dope to see that that uh, that vision come through, man. I, I give it a ten, man. That's a, that's some damn that's some good insight right there, man. That's what's up, man. Let me, let me go let me go to my guy Omar, man. What is your overall take on this? Do you score score it as highly? Do you agree or disagree with anything that Chris Reicher said or my guy MIT Goon has said? Anything, anything that you saw, like pacing, came into the story beats, issues with the side quests? What's your thoughts? Okay, so first of all, I have no nostalgia for this game. Like, I played the original, but I forgot about it for the longest. So when this came out, I was legit hyped. Because this is, despite not having nostalgia, this, this does structure in my past and with me being in Lebanon and so on and how me seeing my, my uncle playing it. Aside from that, um, yeah, uh, we are here. We, we, we have surpassed um, movie quality of uh, visual in video games. Like, this game surpasses uh, Advanced Children in the term of 
scale in the term of uh, um, uh, what called action in the term of storytelling for me at least. Um, I love the voice acting. The English is funny, but the Japanese one brings out the emotion. Mm-hmm. Like they really bring out the emotion. And Kofi knows about that stuff. Um, yeah, uh, some of the things that I dislike, it's a common thing, like the air combat. Um, I have no idea what um, they were thinking, but also I don't think it's easy to add a jump button because jump the X button is already being used to go into the menu. So I'm going to be curious about how they're going to implement such a jump button. And I'm now going to throw a little dig at Kingdom uh, Heart. Uh, Ares and Tifa are uh, mo- way more um, fleshed out characters than Kyrie could have ever imagined. Yes, and Kyrie definitely. played in literally <laughs> the fucking game. Kyrie, at the final game, she was so useless. Preach, my brother. <laughs> I'm done. Preach, so, my brother. Now keep going, man. Yeah, I I love the game. Uh, uh, the soundtrack, the soundtrack alone, soundtracks. It's long, uh, it's like in one game they have thirty soundtracks. It's like mm. how can you keep up? And every soundtrack got its own remake. It's like, it, it never it's um, it's it's fan servicey in a good way. It's it's a love letter to the fans. It's a love letter to us gamers, and that's what thing is about. And I give it higher than ten, and here is why. Um, I ha- I have zero bugs. I have zero glitches. And okay. trust me, the game is not perfect, but the game deserves higher than ten for the fact that it's complete. It's it's really? complete. Ooh, there is, okay. There's going to be some there controversy no with that. On, okay. There is no day. Uh, there is no um, um, DLC that you need to buy. There is no microtransactions. There is no loot boxes. There is nothing. And they could have easily gone um, gone away with that. There are so many things hidden in the game that when you actually sit and think about it's amazing how jam-packed this game is. Hmm. And, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited for the next uh, installment. And okay. one thing I want to recommend um, Square Enix on. The fucking name. Final Fantasy Remake. The, that play on words. To everybody who thinks remake is in the sense of them remaking the game it was never ever meant to be about remaking the team oh my we'll get we'll get into that i just want to just uh, initial thoughts first i'm gonna get everybody's initial thoughts and then we'll get more into that okay okay that's what's up man that's what's up let me go let me go to pharaoh again like everyone else what's your initial thoughts on it and and i guess after playing it you know, give 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 the people who are also curious what you think of it. Um, I think um, I look at it in context of 
the time that it released, um, I know people are saying that they they saw some issues graphically with it. Yeah, but I mean, literally, they're they're pull, they're pulling out every bit of horsepower they can out at PS4 at this point in the generation. So I'm not gonna knock them for that. Like people seeing like graphical issues. Story wise, I think you know they did a phenomenal job. Um, from the very from the very moment that you leave out of um, uh, the the first reactor. And you're you're actually in the city, and you see the gravity of what you've done, and people reacting. You know, where's my dad? Where's my mom? Mm. You know, you like you're actually seeing like the impact of what you did. They added so much depth and so many layers to um, the society that you're in. Each individual character. Um, the one thing that I my my only real um, gripe with the story, and I've I've told uh, Kofi and uh and reggie this is that um is that i just didn't feel like they did enough to really like give cloud his moments with barrett and tifa i thought they could have done a little bit more there i understood barrett because they're kind of adversaries they're kind of tolerating each other because of tifa but i thought tifa could have had a little bit more uh airtime the way that like jesse and biggs and and Wedge and Aerith got that was like my only real knock. Um, but I I think they really like I think they really nailed the story home the way they expanded it. Side missions was an issue in the game. It took away from the story at some points. Other at some points it added to the story. But yeah, like Aerith gets kidnapped and you have like ten side missions and the one where you have to find the fucking medicines takes for fucking ever <laughs> to get all the medicines. So it's like. It, it takes away from like, oh, we really have to go save her. Oh like, God. no, I'll, I'll, we got to save her, but I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you know, what's but, funny? I did the I did the the one where you got to find like the medicines and stuff. I did that one last. And when I got to him, I had already had everything. Yeah. So I, didn't, so I, I just talked to him and I gave him everything right away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. I did them all together, too. But if you look at like the distances you have to travel to go get everything. That it's a lot. Like if like you only did that one mission, it you would you would do a lot of traveling. Like I did everything first too. Like I make sure I met everyone who needed a side quest and I fulfilled them kind of all at the same time to kind of kill time. Like you know, not take as much time. Can I can I kind of add to that? Like yeah, go ahead. so you remember like that one mission where it's like you got to find like all the Don Corneos, um like little secret rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, bro, that was the most irritating one because I'm like vigorously trying to search each section of the game bro <laughs> and i yeah. cannot find it but you literally have to just continue with the story but it's like every other main like um, side quest you don't have to like continue with the main story to like get to the next part of a side quest yeah. so that's why i was so angry and i was like bro i've been away from air this for probably 10 hours now <laughs> so yeah, I, I but, like and, then, and then by the time like it's time yeah, to go get air they 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 make the dungeon so large and yeah. so time consuming that it's like by the time you get there you're like damn <laughs> <laughs> two years later yeah <laughs> that is like, absolutely true about that i i was searching forever for that final that final like treasure chest thing yeah uh, and i was just like yo where i had to look then, it up which i time, hate like, doing but i was just like wait a minute I they, the main they, story? they make the dungeon like, like, so large. Like, why are you going to switch it up on me like, now? To me, <laughs> to me, the dungeon of climbing up 
to um to the top side of Midgar to go get Aerith. I thought that was like excellent the way to have it. I thought the 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 length of it was was mm-hmm. was great because it is a long way up. So you know you want to you want to give that feeling, but like being like in Shinra headquarters for like five hours, like going through yeah. like dungeons, I was like, this is a yeah. little. It's a little much. Can can I jump in I for the Shinra part really quick? Because yeah, for I me, love yeah. For so, so when I first got to Shinra, I I think I took a break and I stopped right at the entrance. But right when you got up to the video that described each of the roles of the major mm-hmm. leaders in Shinra, like security, research, you know, being Hojo, for some reason that really worked for me. Like no, I, I was really like, like, I loved that. all of that. Yeah, I I love, hold on, hold on. Real, real, real quick, real quick for for those. But for those who don't know, what is Shinra? And then go ahead, Kofi. Sorry. Shinra is a corporation. It's essentially like <laughs> it's Apple <laughs> or Google <laughs> or Amazon. Like, imagine, imagine Google said, "Government, you're no longer in power." No, yeah, that's what Shinra. I got is. a better. I, I got a better analogy. They're they're the oil company. Oil, yeah, oil. They're the umbrella yeah, corporate. Yeah. the umbrella corporation. They're whaling yutani. <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, they're basically yeah. every bad evil corporation you can think of, and essentially yeah. they run Midgar. And if they do have a mayor, but he's uh, essentially they run more than Midgar. Like, yeah, they, and, they, yeah. and their vision, their vision was supposed to be something great, right? But it's nothing right. like yeah. yeah. But, to, but, to be, but, but but to be honest, it's like they're um they do a lot of bad stuff and a lot of evil shit, right? To get what they want, but then a lot of people, right? Who like it's mainly who like lives in Midgar. Doesn't see them as that bad, yeah. right? They benefit from the you know, from the energy and you know, like the technology right. that they provide. Exactly. Them. They see they're that commercial that you watch and they're like, mm. Oh, this is great! It's, yeah, it's I, I love how they touch on that. from what Shimra does, even though it's not good for the planet. Like, they tell you, like, what we're doing is horrible for the planet, but look, you're living great, so yeah, and then yeah, people but look, are like, you have a you car, yeah. Right. yeah, you have a car. <laughs> You know what? You're right. and, and that's very like human. That's very yes. realistic. Yeah. Yeah. see that in realistic our society. To, to exactly, yeah. exactly. Let's yeah. elaborate more because that's exactly what I was going to yeah. go to. Uh, we see that in our society all the time about how we're tearing up the planet, uh, the yeah. ozone layer. Like, oh look, fracking, global warming, and the people are just like, shut up. That's not real. No, like, <laughs> but we, what do you want me to do? Like, stop. Uh, get a different job. You want, want me to get to, an electric car? Fuck you. You want me to get yeah, get an electric car that does fifty miles miles to the gallon? I don't. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm an American. I want my pickup truck. And, and I'm sure that if they were, the, yeah, you know, like it's that whole thing. You know, it's crazy. I'm sure if it was a real group of eco terrorists, like in the real world, that the the people would actually look at that group as being like Avalanche, like how the how Shinra had the people looking at Avalanche as yeah. being these horrible people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure if we yeah. really had people trying to fight for our beloved Earth, <laughs> it would be some I would some love them as vegans thing. and PETA. Yeah, right. It's very, <laughs> Good it's very easy to misinform the public, and the same way yeah. Shinra did it. And also, I just want to give a shout out to Square Enix for connecting the dots with Final Fantasy Seven, uh, Final Fantasy Ten. And Final Fantasy VII connection. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Kofi <laughs> said it. Uh, Shinra started out, actually, at first, with good intention. What was their, their intentions? Their, show, their intention was uh, this. If you played uh, Final Fantasy X, the, at the very end of Final Fantasy X, mm-hmm. um, 
the little guy. He is actually the 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 very first person that named Chinra. He he had a dream hmm. to create a, a city that never sleeps, where people always happy and can party and everything. And it's like the the intention was there, but uh, the later generation made it cooperation and made it uh, militarized. So let's just blow up the rest of Midgar and only live in Walmart. We got it. <laughs> That's interesting that the, the evil corporation of Final Fantasy VII was born out of that horrible game Final Fantasy X. That makes so much sense to me. But you know... Oh, no. Hey, look, man. You might get stamped on this one, bro. Tidus is absolutely crap, but that game is good. Garbage. Yeah, I love 10, man. I love Before we delve in deeper, you guys, you guys are definitely a lot of good Discord. I just want to get everyone else's initial thoughts. So I'm gonna go to my guy uh Kofi for coming in. Uh wait, Kofi, did you already go? Not really. No, he right. jumped in on mines. Yeah, yeah, you just, you just you just <laughs> you just uh railroads, you I know. Did. That's my bad. I don't get ran, no ran his ass over just, just off the roads, like all right, it's my turn. Go ahead, go ahead, Kofi. What's what's your thoughts on, on the game in general? Um did it meet your expectations? Go ahead. Uh, this game exceeded my expectations. I, I'm actually looking at the screenshots that I took while I was playing the game. The total number of screenshots I took is you over right six now? and a half gigs. Over six and a half gigs of Kofi, screenshots. Kofi, put it on your screen. Do you have it? Oh, uh, I can't screen share because I don't have that type of connection. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, I was going to do it for you. You could just go do a slideshow. All right. Um, I, I oh, I just you mean you thought like I offloaded it. No, no, it's still yeah, yeah, on my yeah. PS. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I, I, I could, I could show that. Uh, dang, I, I should have done that. I didn't even think about that. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's because yeah, I, I was so engrossed in um this world. I felt like the pacing that they had, uh, minus some of the things that uh, fellow panel members have said, uh, really made me feel like I was in Midgar. I took my time in Walmart. And I took my time in Sector Five. Um, because I just wanted to suck it in. Uh, like, like they said, walking around, hearing the random conversations, wanting to collect things. Uh, I was just so happy that um, the world, um, the, the very small things mattered the most. Like little uh, fan service type things. Like when Cloud is in Wall Market and he's in the tournament. And when he gets a win, he spins his sword just like he did back in the PS1 era. Um, walking around and having materia equipped to your sword and just seeing the exact color of the materia matching what Cloud has or I like how he did that. super cinematic yeah, cutscenes yeah. that are the weapon that you're using. Obviously, it's much uh, more focused in this game versus the old game because, well, one, the technology, but two, you know, Cloud has like nine weapons as opposed to you know, like 30 that was in the original game. Mm. So, but it, it still um, just blows me away. Um, but yeah, the um, I love the Young Turks, and I love that Rude, who didn't really have that much uh, that much light in Advent Children and in Final Fantasy VII, kind of had his own kind of like worthiness um, as a mm -hmm. villain and fighting against. Um, I remember the first fight that made me go, "Oh, I gotta really like think about it." Was the yeah, first show off with Renault Arena, yes. um, I think and I loved yeah. that. 
I loved that. I was like, oh, he's going to like pressure me in this way. So I got to mm-hmm. think about something else. And in that fight reminded me so much of Avid Children. I don't know if you guys remember, but the first fight Tifa had in Avid Children was against a, a guy who had a fist Laz. type. Laz, thank yeah, you. And Laz, one of Laz's first attacks was to step right past Tifa and try to strike her from behind. And that's exactly what Reno did to Cloud. And I loved that that scene opened up, making me feel like I was watching Advent Children. And, 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 just and, their, and it their, takes place in the church, too. It takes place in the church, so absolutely. Yeah. Hold, and, no, um, you're talking about when he fights Reno, because he fights he fights, that's what I said. The, uh, he fights Rude in the uh, in the spot right outside of the training grounds, right outside of Aerith's house. I said, yeah. I said Reno. No, he's talking about Reno. He's talking about oh, okay. Reno. Okay, my bad. Church, right? You're good. Like I said, I, I was stuck on Rude. I, I love Rude too, uh, because I, I I swear maybe somebody remembers from the PS1 version. I don't think Rude ever got his own fight, um, which I loved because you know fighting him was also you know very unique. Um, yeah, he got a, he got his own fight. I think so. Did the, he get it? Okay, that's my bad. Um, yeah, and then he had another one with uh, Reno and the the abandoned ship under underneath the ocean floor or something like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, they do. Uh, I fucking love Rose. Rose fight fantastic yeah I, I mean the young turks man there's there's so much well, I, positive I, things i can say about them especially I my think favorite they did a good job of, of portraying that the turks were not villains or yeah. good guys yeah. they were just right. guys doing the job that's my not, so that's my question because like i'm, I'm kind of similar to, to nyt goon i'm gonna just call I you fucking agree a little bit about the I'll turks go. um you just call me when, going, dog. Call, me going. Call, call them just guys doing their job like when 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 reno and <laughs> And 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 rude are like, hey, we, we dropped this plate. We're killing thousands of people. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just doing my job. I mean, like, no one said, like, I mean, come on, we can, yeah, we can go through but history they, about they, 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 they didn't want to do it. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Pharaoh, um, and then and then Chris, go ahead. No, I was saying that that they that they made it known even as they were dropping the plate. Hey, we don't want to do this. Like, why the hell are we doing this? And and Rude was like, "Well, if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. It's happening tonight, whether we do it or not." Like they made it. I known, don't like, think was true at all. Who else was going to get there and do that if they chose not they to do it? They could have they, they sent okay, Roche. Who, who else? Yeah, I mean, they did it, but Roche that 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 cloud, you know, like curb stomped like two two nights earlier. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, they still could have sent him. But, but later I mean, on. He curved off Reno and Root a couple of days before. So I would say Root is And also, right, but, soon as soon as I won't be getting heavily into this discussion, I'll be I, Mr. Root. You. you do not. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You do not actually fight Roche in the original. Mm. Yeah, he is, no, a, new, he right. is a new, yeah, he yeah, is a new boss character. fight yeah. for this yeah, game. He's a completely yeah, new yeah, character. Right. But I want to say something about Root and Reno. Um, Later on, remember, they still have that guilty conscience because when they're talking to Sung and Sung is trying to tell them, well, think of it like I think of it like this. You know, um, we need to give the world back uh, its souls or something like that. Remember what he was trying to like? Mm. Uh, yeah, he's trying to uh, rationalize uh, it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trying to rationalize it so they wouldn't feel as guilty about it because they still had that guilty conscience after they did it. And Sung, and Sung was trying to he was trying to like, you know, get them to stop thinking about it or get them to like not think about it in a negative way. I mean, I feel that I'm, what I'm saying is that it's levels to it. It's like it's not like they were they they're not like Kefka evil, you know, yeah, like yeah. Kefka's Kefka's Facts. an evil dude. Yeah, but Kefka's these guys are like, you know, like they're not they're like, good they're enough not to actually. They're, say, they're, they're no, evil. I, I wouldn't do this. 
You say evil by proxy. They're like neutral bad, right? They're like bad neutral. You know what I mean? They're like kind of right, in the middle, right. but still kind of have to do what they gotta do. Let me let me right. ask you guys okay, this so, question for 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 the layman, real, real quick, Omar. So you guys are mentioning okay, these guys, and you're saying Young Turks, and you're saying they're not evil and all these things. For the layman's, what like who are the Young Turks, and what relations do they have with Shinra? <clears throat> they're pretty much like a secret service to Shinra. Or like FBI, they go around and investigate things. They go around and do stuff that um that cause uh like special requirements. You know what I mean? They're they're just like a like a like some sort of like secret service special FBI group that is directly works for Shinra. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're so the so you're basically saying they're the secret police for an for and for someone very evil. Yeah, and they do. Uh, they also do yeah, like the president for, for their soldier program. But they oh, so they so they so they go the, 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 the Gestapo then. <laughs> Sorry, here's here's one so, right here on my screen like, right now. Yeah. That guy looks looks like he he really loves to loves his job, right? You know. <laughs> Am I the is he at the same level? Um, he's a, he's a soldier, right? No, he's not a soldier. No, he's not. He's not. He wasn't bathing on a mako and shit like that. They work alongside no, no. a soldier and they okay. recruit soldiers, but they're uh, not. Okay. They're they, they're not infused with mako. You guys know this. You guys know how he immediately called Cloud out when Cloud he was like, "You a soldier?" And Cloud was yep. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm well, a soldier." We gonna get to that. That's part of. He didn't call him out. He didn't call him out on him being a soldier. He called him out on him being a soldier first class because right, He knew exactly what level. You not first class. The freak out here. Like you. Like come on. So, uh, one thing, um, I'm not sure if everybody thought the same. I, 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 I feel gullible right now. I actually believed Eric when she told me that uh, um, the Turks were not evil and, uh, and Bruno just uh, come here and uh, tried to not take him. her back. But yeah. when yeah. I saw them dropping that fucking thing, I'm like, I legit will not like because I forgot about the game. I will legit like I was like fuck yeah we made it. We we changed we 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 prevented from falling and then out of nowhere, um, it actually happened and they make it happen and I was like yeah no, fuck them. Like I understood yeah. at the end that. They tried that uh, to to remove uh, um, guilt conscious and so on, but yeah, I understand that's also a reality. But still, fuck them. That that was the dick move. All right, that's what's up, man. Um, I think I think one more person. I think Reg. I think he's the last person here to give your overall thoughts, and we'll go straight into some of these uh, more pressing issues. So, so Re uh, my bad, uh, Reg. Zero. What is your Sorry. overall thoughts, my dude? Uh, I'll make it quick. Um, I, I enjoyed the game. I platinumed it, so I had to have enjoyed it. Um, first game I ever willingly tried to platinum. Um, I agree a lot with folks. There's some pacing issues that I that really sticks out if you're trying to do it on the second playthrough and you're just trying to get through some things. Um, and like even the second time playing through, I completely forgot about the Don Canero, the last treasure chest, and that you have to continue the story to get it. I just completely forgot about it. Um, I love the additions. I love the characters. Um, there's a moment right before Don Canero drops you and you have to select the three options, uh, you know, if he thinks he's won, so forth and so on. There's a quick maybe like five second clip of him mm -hmm. just 
and just dancing and got this smarmy look on his face. Like, what a wonderful way to bring what was kind of a joke character to life. Um, and to really focus on, like, this dude does run, like, the hood. Mm. And you can kind of see why, and he's still a bit of a creep about it. Yeah. And he's, it was well done. Yeah, it's, it's like that, that, like, five-second bit of animation really stuck out to me that, like, I, I always watch it whenever I see it. I've pulled it up on YouTube. It's just such a weird thing, the way he, like, moves his lips. He puts it up because he knows he's one. He's like, I got these dudes. I'm, this is my realm. Um, I love the music. It's absolutely fantastic. I know, Kofi, um, you love the, what is it, Rap the Chocobo? Um, just yeah. Soundtrack. Um, Terror System's great. Uh, seeing characters like Marlene in their fully realized glory, making the world, and doing things. Uh, Pharaoh mentioned this, I think, last uh, podcast, of, of when we first talked about it. Kind of streamlining some things that traditional JRPGs just don't do. I don't have to talk to every single person. I, all I have to do is just run around and like their conversations will be a part of it, which is now that I'm playing games like Trials or games like uh, Tales of Mana, I'm compelled to talk to every person because like they might have something for me or a request or whatever. Really nice to just streamline that whole process. And like, look, these are just people who live in this place. Um, you know, my favorite conversation, I think, is when you get off the train station at uh, Slums with Aerith. I think it's there. Oh, no, it's in uh, Sector 7 with uh, Tifa. And the guy is hitting with the girlfriend and clearly trying to get her in the bed. And, like, the longer you hang out, they're like, hey, what are you doing? Why are you listening in on this? Like, <laughs> not into that type of stuff. These little conversations and moments like that really make this a fully realized game. Um, my largest concerns, and I know we'll get to this at some point, I'm not sold on the ending. Um, not get to it. I'm just not sold on it. Um, of course, there's some texture things, but that all that's all games. That's not a huge problem. Um, okay. but really, really well done. All right, that's what's up, man. All right, let's, let's let's get into the meat, the meat and uh, the nitty gritty on, of of this, man. So, question to y'all: Is this game a remaster? Is it a remake? Your thoughts? Um, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a remake. How about neither? Who's going? Who's going? Let's go. Let me answer that real quick. Let me answer that real quick. All right, let's go, Chris, Pharaoh, and then uh, then Slow Mo. Okay. It's a remake with a double meaning, right? Mm. For for everybody who watches like battle rap or whatever, you probably heard the term uh, double entendre or whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a remake with a double meaning, and the play on the word remake, in my opinion, is freaking genius on how they did it. And you know what I mean, how they did it. And I know we're gonna we're gonna start talking about spoilers now, but I'm gonna just say it straight up, right? And and plus with the Final Fantasy VII Ultimania book that just came out, it confirms this that this game is a sequel to mm. the OG FF7. Exactly. So we're going to get into that discussion. It kind of. It's more alternate. Uh, alternate. Uh, uh, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, a, alternate alternate, it's an alternate universe telling, yes. Because there's a couple not of things kinda, that are... Not kind of, kind of, kind of, but it doesn't become alternate until the end. Yeah, yes, well, we're, we're yes, gonna get near, near the ending, that's when it kind of like branches off because there's s certain things at the ending 
uh, talks about, and one of them obviously is going to be talked about. That I mean, we don't know if that uh, we don't know if it's confirmed that he's alive in this in this timeline time or the other one. No, it is in the other one. Okay. Yeah, there's, like two, there's, two, there's two Sephiroths in this. Wait, game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I wasn't about him. More than that, actually, they 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 confirmed it was four Sephiroths in the interview. Oh, four of them? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's four different versions. Meaning that okay, there's there's the hallucination one, run the one that always Klausy while he's hallucinating or the vision. Then there's the clones, right? The people who have the tattoos. Right, and, 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 the, and then there's the Sephiroth from the, and then there's the one from the future. Oh, yeah. okay. Yes. Then there's then there's yeah. one from the future, right? But when I was reading some of the interview stuff, there's more to that because um, who, who's the one here that's like very fluent in like Japanese? Was that Kofi? Kofi. Yeah, I was gonna okay. have him break that down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, that book, but I didn't see so, it. So okay. So the whole thing when they were describing the Sephiroth, the one that the very very end, the one that like not the one you fight, but the one that you see in the the end of creation, right? Mm, That's pretty mm. much like the final moment of the original game. Um, they say that he's the he's the Ore, but then the, a lot of the Sephiroth that you see throughout the game is the is the Watabi. I think I'm saying it right. Meaning, and then from those words, from what I gather, is like the Ore is like the Sephiroth before he became evil, and then he the refers Watabi to himself Watabi. in two different. Yeah, he returns. Yeah. He refers to himself in two different contexts, um, based on the time period of what is taking yeah. place. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like uh-huh. because the Sephiroth at the very end, it's like he, you know what I mean. He's 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 talking to Cloud, like trying to like get him to join him, and he's telling him like, um, "I'm not gonna end, and I'm also not gonna let you end." Right? Versus the Sephiroth that's just like constantly like fucking with Cloud and wants to see him suffer. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's yeah. it's it's a two different uh 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 Sephiroth, and it, and it goes more with like the timelines and also like the Sephiroth um in this game. Um, well, one of the Sephiroths in this game being the Sephiroth from Post Advent Children. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I was, in, I was about to bring terms, that up. In terms of this being, uh, it's definitely a a remake, but it's its own game. Um, in context of of the original Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy in general, yes, they defeat Sephiroth, but at the end of the day, they still lose because five hundred years later, the planet mm-hmm. decides to wipe out mankind. So, and um, he, and he comes back too in Advent Children as well. Yes, yes, and they yeah. defeat him again. Yeah, but and um, but and then that, right at, at the end of my bad, I, I was going to say at the end of Advent Children, he tells Cloud he, that he would never be a memory, meaning that he's never going to die. He's going to come back again, right? But like the time that happen uh, or the game that happens right after Advent Children is Dirge of Service, and Sephiroth doesn't return at all. So this is well, what the, the whole thing is, is um, like him going back in time goes uh you know plays a factor basically the reason that 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 sephiroth always messes with cloud is because as long as cloud has sephiroth in his memories he's allowed he's able to bring himself back to the physical plane so that's like that he always messes with cloud but um so the 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 whole term remake and how i'm interpreting it is they're trying to remake a scenario in which the life stream does not decide to wipe out mankind in order to preserve Earth. That's so they're 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 trying to achieve this ending in which mankind gets to live. 
so so that, that, time, right? Remake time by definition. Well, they're 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 trying. I wouldn't say remake time per se, but they're trying they're trying to remake it so that in the future there's a future for mankind. Because as as of right now, whether you beat Sephiroth or not, there's no future for mankind. Mankind's getting killed. Yeah, <laughs> one way or another, whether Sephiroth does it or whether the live stream does it, at the end of the day, mankind will not exist 500 years from the day Final Fantasy VII started. So yeah. Um, but that was that was during the will of the license. So the remake is like Sephiroth. He's trying to remake the events of the original FF7. He, that way, yeah, his plans, you know, that no, can continue. He's, he's, it's, 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 a little, it's a little deeper than that. And yeah, it's a it's a little I, deeper than that. He's, he's I, trying to I, do I more a, than. Uh, I, I, than yeah, that. I did I did a video on it, and so like really, when you see those like whispers, the the ghosts throughout the mm-hmm. story. Um, mm-hmm. Those ghosts are trying to preserve what already happened. Everything that happened in the original Final Fantasy VII game, they're trying to make sure all that stuff still happens, and you see it—the evidence of that—all throughout the game. But a very good uh, example of it is when Barrett with the cloud said, "Here's your money. You're out. Get the f out my bar." Right? And mm-hmm. so Cloud was like, "Cool, whatever. You know, I I, I don't like to be attached to y'all anyway, so I'm out." That wasn't supposed to happen. But so many things have been changed by with the influence of Sephiroth messing around with things. So many things have been changed up until that point that little things like that butterfly effect started to happen. Little things started to be, become different enough that this big event happened. So the whispers had to intercede. So that morning when they were supposed to get ready for their mission, they are trying to keep Cloud and Tifa away from the bar so mm-hmm. they can they can injure Jesse. So that mm-hmm. Jesse can't yep. do the mission now. Barrett needs Cloud again. So you fight your way there, mm-hmm. fighting. This is slow mo talking, right? Yeah, that's yeah, slow-mo. yeah. Hey, slow mo. I want to throw you another one. When Cloud is supposed to first meet Aerith, the ghosts come mm-hmm. out then, and it's probably yep. implying that whatever hallucination mm-hmm. Cloud had might be directing him to go away and never meet her. Exactly. That's, that's, what I mean. that's, 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 that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. trying to make sure that he never ran into Aaron. Exactly. Yeah. Sephiroth yeah. messed with him. Sees... Yeah, because he, yeah. he was he didn't that's want him we... to meet her. Also, if Cloud wasn't on that mission, he wouldn't have fell from the reactor into her church, yeah, and sure, then because yeah. yeah. that permanently puts her on the path of this story. If that doesn't happen, she doesn't meet with them at all. There's no incentive to, for them to go get her out of Shinra headquarters. So none of that, that stuff happens. So she, is, so the whisperers are trying to keep them on the path of the original story. Um, even yes. the part where where Eric, um, she's she's talking to Cloud and she says, "Look, you can't fall in love with me." And like, it, it's there's multiple meanings in that, mm-hmm. but the main because she already knows what mm-hmm. her path is. And she already knows mm-hmm. that her time in this world ain't long, so you really can't get attached to someone who ain't going to be here as long as you think. Like, she's trying to keep him away from her so that he doesn't get so mostly attached when the inevitable does happen. I, now, I think I it's going to be on that, too. Can I know it? Ask? It's yeah. most likely not because. Uh, sorry, just doing just doing a little research so there's more context. The whispers in Final Fantasy VII are basically arbiters and agents of fate. Yes. They yeah. are yes. they are deliberately trying to make sure that the events that happen in Final no, Fantasy VII remake happen Ooh. as they do in Final Fantasy. No, I'm more so. VII I, I was original. talking about Aerith. I wasn't talking about the whispers. Uh, I think I well, think there's greater context to her telling him not not hurt. 
her telling him not to fall in love with her. I think it's greater context beyond well, because her, she knows, her she, death. she knows what's going on. She knows what's going to happen because, in the future. Because she knows who well, Marlene beyond, was. I, I, think beyond, she, I think it's beyond her knowing her feet. Let me finish. Because, let me finish. Oh. because she, knew, she, knew, she knew who uh, Mar, uh, Marlene was before they, uh, uh, she, she yeah. whatever freaking vote up. Uh, you know, she knew the cloud was first class. But, but not only that, um, this is why I'm, um, the whole thing was like, was well, the planet trying to remake the time? I don't think that's what it is because the arbiters of fate or the whispers is the planet's defense to make sure that the original timeline happened because Gaia, right, which is the planet, every time Gaia is in distress, Gaia will release a defense force, right? Whether it be the massive biomechanical weapons, right? Or, but mm. this was the, but because Sephiroth is trying to mess with the timeline, She's uh Gaia sends out the defense of these ghosts right, or these whispers to make sure that everything plays out, right? Now Aerith knows exactly what's going on because she if you play the game for a second time with all this content, it's clear as day that she knows. Now there's a whole theory going about well, is this Aerith from the future or or no, she's is, not from the future, but no or, or, or but so hold on, but let me tell if you. If anything, on. if anything because well, but she knows because the, she can oh, she, she can understand she knows, the right? whispers. Like she can understand right, what they say. She can so understand she, that. Yeah, but, but at the yeah. end, but th this is the reason why some people are, are saying that I'm not going. I'm not that I'm going with that theory. But this is one of the evidence or one of the clues, right? Not evidence. One of the clues on why people say that they think she's from the future because in the beginning of the original FF7, right, the very first scene, right, when it's like the star field and then it zooms down on Aerith. And then you see her face, like looking into the um the Mako, uh the Mako, yeah the Mako pipe burst or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Her eyes are completely open, right? Her, her eyes are completely open. She gets up with the flowers and then she walks off, right? At the very end of Final Fantasy VII, the original one, after the whole live stream stops the meteor from impacting the planet or whatever, you see that same scene, right, with Ares looking to into the Mako, but the difference between that scene and the first scene in the original is in the end of that scene Eric has her eyes closed and then she's opening up like she's waking up at the mm. beginning of ff7 remake it's the same scene Eric has her eyes closed and then she opens her eyes as if she's waking up you hear sephiroth's music starts playing then she looks like in distress like she just felt a presence just arrived there at midgar right sephiroth's presence or whatever that's one of the reasons why people think well maybe it was the Earth, right, or Gaia sending her back in time because uh, Bugenhagen in the original talks about like a great crisis that has to do with time and fate in the future, but we don't see that play out in the original. All right, hold on. So, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want uh, Omar. Omar's about to say something, but before you ask, answer, Omar. Darklink nine nine nine. Shout out to you, my guy. Says, well, he kind of disagreed. He said, actually, she is one from the future. If you pay attention to chapter eighteen, you can see she was sent back to oppose. Sephiroth from Advent Children, but yes, the same due to the whispers. Too. I was just about to bring yeah, up Advent yeah. Children. Is the fact that if this Aerith isn't from the future, mm. it isn't without it isn't without a possibility that because if you remember in Advent Children, you hear Aerith and somebody else talking about Cloud when he's exactly. in that in that in that space between spaces. So it wouldn't it wouldn't be out of sorts to say that maybe that Aerith that's caught in that space between spaces was able to get a message or speak to the Aerith of the past and inform her about everything that might be going on or that is going to happen, which is now completely fucking out the window, considering the story going forward 
with everything that's gone on is going to be vastly different to what happened in the original. Well, what actually they did not say in the interview, like Nomura and, and all those guys, the the main producers did say that they, it won't be, there will be differences, but it won't be vastly different. Like you're still going to go yes. to Cosmo Canyon. You're still going to yeah. go back. Oh my God, I cannot time. wait. You're going to get this. To those same places, but like there, there will be, there will be some changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously yeah, you're going to go to the same, you're obviously going to, hold on. Obviously you're going to go to the same places, oh, oh God, but what I'm saying is, Obviously, you're going to be going to the same places. What I'm saying is events that happen in those places are going to vary from the original greatly because right. with some of the things that have mm -hmm. happened. We'll see. Oh, Omar, go ahead. So, yeah. okay, so right. um, Earth is forgetting things. So it's not like somebody is telling her. It's like somebody already told her about everything and she is slowly forgetting it. And it's even being uh, remarked upon at the very end how she she said like uh, I can't keep continue doing this is in the sense of I am losing uh, she's losing her um, her information about what's going to happen next and that's why she was like at this point when you go in. That's a point of no return because even I don't even know what's going to happen, and it's also, and it's also uh, a play on words on uh, um, the developers telling uh, the people that from now on we're going to 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 go a different route with the game. So yeah, I mean I, they're definitely going to go a different route because they showed they showed everyone they showed everyone die. They showed a premonition where. Barrett dies, they showed a premonition where Tifa dies, they showed the mm -hmm. premonition where Aerith dies. So they're showing they're letting you know that there's gonna be some some differences and you don't know who's gonna die. Yeah. It, it, it could be Aerith again, it could be Tifa, yeah. it could be Barrett. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be some it differences. It could be more sure. than one person. It yeah, I be, think Aerith is still gonna die. Uh, I kinda even agree. Them. I I actually don't think Aerith is gonna die. I think they're gonna no, do I, some, I, some some loopy stuff. No, I think Zach's gonna, I think Zach's gonna end up saving her. No, Does this is this is what I, this is what I think die. is gonna happen. Is Aerith is that okay? So what Sephiroth and the developers are gonna do right now? Now since the whole fate and the whispers of fate have been defeated, and it's a completely blank future, right? Like there's right. nothing that they could, you know what I mean? Like anything, anything can happen now. But what I think is going to happen is because they know because what they're doing with this game is they're pretty much and they confirmed it in this book. This is the fifth. Uh, um, uh, Ultimate, yeah, I was, I was, I was yeah, looking into it. This is the, this is the fifth installment of the of the compilation, right? Uh, because they wanted to do a, another another sequel, but you know they they couldn't do that or whatever. So what they're doing with this remake is they're giving us a remake of the original game on like all the events and stuff like that that that, that happened in the locations and the areas and stuff like that. But they're also making it a, a continuation in the sequel also. But what I think is going to happen is. Sephiroth and the and the devs are going to be messing with the player and Cloud the whole time into thinking that this time that we can save Aerith and that she's not going to die, right? So I believe when we ever, whenever we get to the City of Ancients, she's not she's not going to die there, right? She may live on to the third or, or however many games they're doing it because they say that they don't even know, but third, right. fourth game or whatever, right? She uh, that she's going to live longer, but I think eventually. She's still going to die now. How she dies, it might not play out the same way. 
Um, she I might agree. not. She 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 might get killed. She uh, she <laughs> might she might get killed by Sephiroth again. Or if you remember in the original, Cloud almost killed Aerith because he he was losing control of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sephiroth was like trying to go for some to, to kill right. her and shit. So really quick, I want to I want to talk, um, Omar, you kind of touched on my third one, but there was two significant points that were very interesting to me. And I want to ask out to see what you guys think. When um, Aerith encountered Marlene and Red 13, there's a certain point where she touched both of them in those individual moments, yes. which I can describe if you yes. guys don't remember. Do you guys think that she conveyed some sort of information that they now yeah. know about? Oh, yeah. My question is, though, what do you think Marlene and Red 13 know? Is it the same thing? Okay. Is it different things? I think it's different things. Well, Red pretty much hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, before you go, I'm, I'm, I'm on Goon to answer that question because he's been quiet as hell, and then right, slow mo, yeah, and then so anyone else go. Go ahead. I just I just been sitting back, you know, amazed by you guys' theories and everything. But look, let me start off by saying, um, on the last subject, you guys said is is it a remake or you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think it's a it's a it's a play on both a sequel and a remake. We go call it a requel. You know what I'm saying? Because like you heard that, yeah. So if if you know, plug whoever said that for real. But um, like. The way I'm thinking of it, like since the beginning, they were trying to show you that this game was gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like soon as I seen that the uh, like those phantoms, the whispers, I guess. As soon as I seen them, I knew that they were trying to do something different, even from the trailers. So it's like if you want to do like a one-on-one -on -one remake, it it would have just been Cloud coming down, going over there and just meeting Aerith. You know what I'm saying? So from the main point of the beginning of the game, they was trying to show you that it was gonna be different. Now, when the whole Roach character, I think. Like if we're going into uh, like theory crafting, I guess. Yeah. I think he even has something to do with whatever's going on as far as the timelines, because yeah, they're introducing new characters, but if if we're trying to make a one-on-one -on -one remake, you can't put anything new in this. So like, why is this character even a part of this universe now? You know what I'm saying? So. And they made him so uh, um, mystic and uh, mysterious. Yeah. Where you don't know anything about them, maybe they will flesh them out uh, in the next. Uh, yeah. Maybe they will yeah. join. He will join the party. Maybe they will yeah. kill somebody, someone else, and they, and he will join the party instead because he's not an evil person. Yeah. Before I lose it, before I lose it. So it's like even before, like when you fight him, like on a on a on a highway or whatever, like that's kind of like paralleled against your last fight. You know what I'm saying? Like. And at the end of the Midgar section, as the original, you fight that uh, highway monster. I guess I don't know what it's called. The the, mo the motor, right? The motorball. So you fight him, and then you fight Roach on the highway as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think that they did that purposely, just to like kind of parallel the two. Like, okay, now you're going into this new timeline where you don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Where we're going as far as the what? What did they say at the end? The unknown journey will continue. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like now we are going to now that everybody who played the game. We all conscious of the fact that hey, this wasn't a, a, a remake, like one to one. This is a requel. <laughs> so now we all conscious that this unknown journey will continue. But with this unknown journey continuing, now it, it makes you question everything that you seen that was new, every dialogue choice that was mm -hmm. different, or like when they was um when they went up inside uh the Shinra office and the way it played out, like in the original. I think I don't I don't really remember uh exactly, but some way the gang gets broken out of their little cell. They travel and follow the little blood trail up to President Shimmer's mm -hmm. office to see uh, Masume stabbed into the back of his uh, of his back, and he's just yeah. dead. 
And that was really dope. This way, they just follow like a pool of Genova blood, get in there, have a whole new fight with Genova. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, okay, that's new. That makes me question that. Now, Barry gets stabbed. That makes me question that. Like, okay, yeah. all of these different things that they're trying to show, purposely show, before they go and tell you, hey, this is this unknown journey that we go continue. You know what I'm what's, saying? What's, what's, what's is, your take I, on I Marlene? That they showed all of that. Oh, my bad. Oh, my take on say, Marlene. Uh, Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the reason that they showed all that was to show that, you know, even though um, future Sephiroth's presence was in the game, he did not have enough power to defy fate. Fate was still going to ordain the game to end the way that it did. I think it. I think they were trying to show that Cloud and his team had to beat the Whispers in order for Sephiroth to create the outcome that he wants. So I think Sephiroth actually baited Cloud and Aerith into defeating the whispers so yeah. they could get the alternate reality that yeah. he wanted. Yes, I yeah, agree with that. I agree yeah, with that. I agree. Sephiroth did Sephiroth did um uh, did orchestrate uh the gang going up against the whispers. So it would it would stand to reason that uh he did that in order to try and change uh, what would happen. But it's almost like because you were talking you guys were talking about Aerith's death and how I uh, still think it might actually happen. I'm actually of that same mindset as well, but I think it will happen differently. Hmm. The fact that Sephiroth still died, and that happened in the that happened pretty much near enough the same way in the original. And the fact that uh and if Aerith does die, it's almost like yes, um like there there are parts of fate that ha that can be changed. Uh like and we get timelines, but it's almost like there are certain points like worth were like it's like a fixed point in time where if if a character is going to die they, it cannot be it cannot be changed like obviously with Sephiroth and maybe with Mara. like fate, fate, fate is mal fate is malleable like the timelines are malleable to a certain extent until you get to a certain point where something that is preordained to happen is going to happen no matter what you try and if you even in no matter what you try, it will happen. And if somehow you stop it from happening, reality will just fucking crack open. Well, well I'm uh, gonna uh, uh, let's, let's go slow. Slow uh, we'll go. I think they kind of already already like defied that with the way it ended. Like that now that like they defeated fate completely, like near mm -hmm. near the end. Yeah. So it's just they I they can they they can choose to like I agree with you guys that she's not going to die the way she did uh in in the original game but i don't think like she's fated to die anymore i think she probably will die just for the sheer fact that the writers mm -hmm. want to surprise us with her not dying when she was supposed to die and then killing her later on maybe like in the mm -hmm. last part i agree just, just, oh no no they kill her, um off and save the planet at the same time and yep. at the same right. thing, I do believe um, with them bringing Zack back, I do believe Zack and her are going to meet and they're going to... I be. I believe uh, Zack is going to actually prevent her from dying. Actually, that's... Okay, so you brought it up, so I'm actually going to uh, bring up the whole Zack thing. So, in... in Because I, I actually researched this myself, so from... Mm -hmm. So, uh, give me a second, let me, let me find Good. my crypt my crypt notes so about after this. after you after you, game, right. right so so no, he's, he's reading it um, but after you finish i want to ask so, the last yeah. question and i want right so in, in the in the so as we all know 
uh, Zach dies. Um, he gets gunned down by uh, Sher- uh, what was it? Sorry, Shinra it was Shinra Shinra guards. Shinra guards. He gets gunned down by Shinra guards. Cloud crawls over. This is all shown in um, the Crisis Core um, uh, prequel on the PSP. And, and, and it's in the original too. Yeah, it's in the original right, game yeah. too. It's not yeah, as yeah. uh, good looking. Yeah, but here's the thing: in the original, it's shown that Zach fights off this entire squad and leaves them for dead, and he drags uh, uh, Clyde off to Midgar uh, to start a new life as a mercenary. But it's important to know that um, that I think it is in the, it is in the remake. A chip packet actually throw, uh, blows past in the wind, and the camera focuses on this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you actually take note of it. Instead of the re- instead of the um, helmet wearing the beagle, beagle uh, yeah, that's, that's been around, it's actually instead a, a cat wearing border terrier. Basically, yeah. meaning that that what we saw with um, what we saw with uh, Zach might not have happened in the new remake timeline, but actually happened in an alternate timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is so, the awesome. so, 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 so that, that it did happen in the alternate timeline. But they said yeah. him being alive is still significant to this story. Oh, it's significant yeah. to this story. But Absolutely. I'm just wondering. He's just he turned around and said the Arif meeting Zach. I'm like, mm. uh, but if, yeah, if but Zach is in an alternate timeline, I am aware of that. But that's why I said well, then the, you know, he's like maybe the they will meet each other. Right. Yeah, I think, I, think it, I think I think Zach does make it into this game. Like I think he does. Tra- uh, Transpose timelines. I think the character that might die is Zach. I think he may sacrifice himself so that Aerith may live because I think they're going to try to create a, a, a version where Aerith lives and she preserves mankind so that they don't die. Five hundred. Let me throw. Right. 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're losing time. We're losing time. I want to ask this question. All right, we we got we got to we got to change. Can I throw out a controversial thought first? Can I can I can I think can I throw out a controversial thought real quickly? Real quick, and then I have to address. What if what if it what what if they really do try? Because if Zach is alive and you guy and you're saying he does play a uh, he does play a major part in the the upcoming story. Yeah. Let's let me throw out uh, let me throw out uh, a a real like my my mender. What if Aerith doesn't die? What if it's actually Cloud that dies and mm. Zach takes his place and for, like, maybe part, maybe 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 he dies at the end of part two and part three Zach somehow finds his way into this timeline and part three is following Zach uh, think, trying to I fix think, all this. That would make sense. It's possible, yeah. but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. 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 It would be a ballsy that's move. It would be a ballsy move. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people, millions of people's heads would explode. That's very, that's what they call the unpopular opinion. Do not, do not underestimate the popularity of Zach. Do not underestimate the whole thing was uh zach surviving another timeline because a lot of people were like well there's going to be two clouds how's that going to play a part what i think is going to happen is okay so in the cloud is about to die hold on hold on let me finish (laughs) um so yeah in the um in the timeline that we're in right that cloud and Aerith is in right zach dies but in the alternate timeline i think that yeah what omar said that cloud is going to die and Somehow, when they meet up together, Zach and Cloud, they're gonna be like, "Well, I saw you die," and the other one's gonna be like, "No, I saw you die." You know what I mean? Um, I think that's gonna happen in this in this. Okay. There's All gonna right, so be there's that... going to be some. To me, I, I cannot <laughs> I cannot see this ending other any other way than everybody than some kind of 
cross-dimensional timeline meet-up, uh, meet group-up, where they're trying to stop the timelines from ripping each other asunder. Flashing. I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't see this right. going any other Everybody's way. Everybody's doing theory crafting, but that's my damn question. All right, so uh, we we have a little bit of time left, and I want to try to go to each each everyone's um uh, opinion on this. Firstly, is what do you make of the ending? Your your thoughts on it, and then oh, last man. lastly, your theory craft behind that. Like, what do you think is gonna happen? So, two part question. I want everyone to answer. I think you have like I'll say two minutes each, two, three, four minutes each, and I'm gonna go straight to the guests first. Actually, I'm gonna go to people who haven't talked as much. So I'm gonna go to Reggie, Kofi, and then I want Goon to talk. So in that order, Reg, go ahead. Um, I am actually not really here for the ending. Um, I appreciate what they're trying to do. Um, I'm very intrigued. Some people like the ending, though. I'm curious. So what? what okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I appreciate what they're trying to do, and I think it's nice because you don't want to be slavish to the original. So now, like. I, Personally, I think right. we talk remake, quote unquote, here. This is the last Final Fantasy that will be anything generally close to what remake of Final Fantasy VII will be. Everything now in the air. Um, this is like Nomura at the height of his Kingdom Hearts powers. Right? Like now he can go wherever he wants to and make weird kind of secondary titles, which is all really familiar if you follow the Kingdom Hearts franchise. So Birth by Sleep, 68, 2012, whatever. <laughs> um, what what happens is, and I don't particularly care for it because it's just really hard to do right, and a lot of people just can't get it right. Most people get it wrong. Time travel is really hard to do. You start to introduce time travel into things, and you don't set any hard rules. And right now, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of hard rules set. You kind of really open yourself up to a whole bunch of problems. You you've seen this in stuff like Avengers Endgame. You've seen this in mm -hmm. weird stuff like Future. Um, just think of anything kind of time travel-y and like the moment you give it just a little bit too much thought, it kind of falls apart. And people are going to analyze this game. Look at what we're doing right now from the very first letter um, to the very last. Um, so I'm not convinced that, based on what they've shown me that they can pull this off. Um, I am happy. I'm willing to be convinced, um, but I'm not convinced really no more of that he can the landing we already seen him not stick the landing on the other series he was a head writer on hmm. um so what do you think not, is gonna happen then oh i i think a large parts uh and i think pharaoh uh mentioned it uh or might have been chris um you're gonna be visiting the same locations um but kind of everything about them might be a little bit different now so like the shinra is a perfect example right the entire shinra sequence it's basically fundamentally different and what you did the first time around. Um, you know, you don't get a tour of who these folks are. You don't go through any of that. You kind of sneak in. I actually kind of miss some of the like sneaking aspects that was in the original where you had to like go past the, the guard towers and make sure they didn't catch you. Um, you see a little bit of that in the plate scene when you're climbing up the plate and you're running from the sort of helicopter boss. Um, but like largely, and they, they telegraph some of it, right? Wu-Tai is much more of a feature than it was before. Um, they keep mentioning that, oh, it could be Wu-Tai who attacked us. That means fairly recently, Wu-Tai and Shinra have like own hands. And the people, I mean, Midgar, excuse me. Um, and the people of Midgar probably don't like the people of Wu-Tai and vice versa. That means they're probably going to- Five years prior to the start of the game. The ceasefire right. started like right when Cloud joined the military. Right. So like that's that's a big thing. Um, because 
the original, they kind of felt just sort of an off to another place you'd come to. Yeah, it didn't um, feel important at all in the first Yeah, place. it never it never felt important to the story. And like Yuffie's like, you know, she has her right. own beef with her dad, but nothing important to the story. So they've got a whole new beef with them, which I mean I think that will affect certain things. Of course, we I'm we're guaranteed Yuffie and Vincent were always destined to be main characters. They just couldn't get them in the original. So now they're going to be main characters, which possibly might alter their story. Um, particularly Yuffie. Vincent has got a lot of his story from Dirge of Cerberus, so they might just incorporate that since it's all a part of the Um I, I just think that a lot of things are going to change, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. Um, mm-hmm. It's yet to be seen. But my only concern is that the person who's kind of lead the lead writer, if you will, is the guy who dropped the ball on his last series. Gotcha. And uh, he's not the, he's not the lead writer though. If it bring, but I say if it brings you some comfort, he says that he writes the script and then after that the the uh, other writers do whatever they want no, to fix it. No, Jima is the lead writer in the scenario who and he was the lead and writer uh, scenario of the original FF7 and Katase is the producer who is the director of the OFF7 and and in Japanese development the producer have a little bit more say so than the overall uh, director. And also Nomura saved the original FF7. He's the one who convinced them that Aerith needed to die. And he also convinced them for them from killing the entire party except three members when they returned back uh, to Midgar. So if you're going to blame uh, anything as far as the story-wise, Nojima is that guy to blame because he's the okay. main writer and scenario designer of this so not Nomura, I'm just saying. So we gotta move to the next person. Hey man, Nomura, we got a lot of motherfucking people in here. You know, you know, I gotta get off at nine, motherfuckers. Yeah, for, All right, for, for, so, for the sixth time, yeah. Yeah. So, so Kofi, man, your your thoughts on the ending? Um, give me, give me, just give me your raw emotions as well as what do you think is gonna happen? Like, you know, theory crafting. So I really like the ending. I like that Aerith went over. Omar mentioned that Aerith seems to have some issues recalling things that she should know, or maybe she, we don't really know for sure, but it does seem strange. But what I like is from the beginning to the end, Aerith kind of goes over a transformation, goes from not knowing what these wisps are, being very disturbed by them when you first see her get, you know, surrounded by them, to knowing exactly what she wants to do. And I like seeing that that type of mission in her, and I, I hope that's what kind of drives uh, the next chapter for it. So I really like that kind of stuff. The final fight, to me, if I had seen that, I was I was talking about this on Saltiest Gamers podcast last week. Had I seen Cloud jumping between all these rocks and doing all this dramatic fighting, I would have been probably pretty pissed off. But because I played the entire game, I I see the context and I see where they want to go with uh, this vision, at least I think in my head. And I was very satisfied with it. Um, um, uh, Having an unknown is much more interesting to me. I hate to sound like a a broken record player, but I would go play Final Fantasy VII if I want the Final Fantasy VII experience. I like the Mm, theory, even though it's not confirmed, that Sephiroth took the L knows he took the L and he's back to try to make a difference. And he's trying to see what he can do. Is it going to be easy? Can I just tell Cloud to run away? All right, you know, all right, let's try something a little more advanced. Um, that's really interesting to me. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. So what do I think is going to happen? Uh, well, I, I just want to throw out something. There is context or there's, there's uh, what do you say, conditions in which I could be disappointed. But mm. I think my disappointment is deviating too far away from key moments in the original Final Fantasy VII story. A lot of people know that of all the Final Fantasies, my favorite character is Vincent Valentine. I just love him. I used to call him the most popular optional character of all time. People go, what? What if they screw him over? 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, my. listen, Vincent Valentine. Listen, here's the thing. Everybody knows my stance on this remake. If Vincent Valentine at least shows up in two, I will put down a pre order for the entire fucking trilogy. <laughs> when oh, this oh, man has no morals, man. What, what happened? Oh, there, go ahead, Carol, Carol. No, 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 no. I said I will put down a pre order and buy all three of them at once. I will drop a hundred and eighty pounds. A hundred and eighty pounds when the entire thing finally comes out. This man said, uh, Mr. No remake yeah, until um, Vincent Valentine gets shown in a fucking ad or, or cutscene. Hero, Hero knows well that uh, Vincent is a longtime favorite of mine. Um, so as long as we're not deviating, like, based on what the... Yo, Shinra and the portrayal of all... I already said this, my bad. But yeah, I, I was very impressed by the portrayal of villains. Um, and I thought it was better than the original game. Like the vision of what Shinra is. Um, in like a commercial that was so cool and i trust them based on that right now to see uh all the all the crazy things that's going to happen in you know what's to come like uh cosmo canyon i love the lore of cosmo canyon so i'm so excited to see what that is even going to look like um and, and wutai like wutai oh man I, like one of my favorite uh you know i guess sub quests you could say um so uh what i think is going to happen i I think I think they'll do exactly that. They're going to hit normal story beats, but there will be some surprises. Um, I don't, you know, know what those are, but it's generally going to be. I think when when it's all said and done, I think we'll all have hit the same beats with a couple of twists. Maybe like you were talking about a unique ending, the Zach somehow still being alive or somebody else dying instead. Uh, that'll be, I think, the the big game changers. Can I ask a quick question, just to quickly deviate to a, a previous discussion we've had about endings ruining games. If, the, if This is for everybody. I'd like a yes or no. Just a quick yes or no. If the ending of this support, because it, it seems like it's going to be a trilogy. If the ending of this of this trilogy is no, bad. This game or, could be minimum but, five, five games, but continue. Let, let, let me finish on Mark. If the ending so. of this ends up being pretty bad, like the, the final conclusion to it all, would this would it would this would this put a big giant uh, asterisk against the entire the entire experiment for you guys if the ending doesn't live up to what you expect or if it is just flat out a bad ending? Yes and no. One or two endings. Is, so, I would say yes and no because if you look at the Mass Effect series, the, the Mass Effect trilogy, yep. yeah, a lot of people love, still love the trilogy for the experiences they had with it. The ninety-five percent of it, but when you when they mention when you mention the ending, they're still like that ending was absolute garbage. And What's they, hilarious. they could still say that I loved what I experienced out of it, and it's still a great trilogy. But the ending was really, really bad. See, that's oh, that's yeah. why I play on PC because I use the happy ending mod, which is a far better ending. So I can turn around and say that that's my true ending, and that's I can love ending. the entire trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta like, get the, um, I gotta get the rest of the guys. Dante, you waste um, time. <laughs> oh, I ain't said right. much all goddamn stream, and you. I know, but I, I gotta get, I gotta <laughs> get these guys. I gotta get to these guys. Let me, let me go to my, uh, my guy, special guest, the, the, the creator of the VGP music, my dude. Goon, man, what's your take on the ending of the game and your your just theory crafting? What do you think the game is gonna go from there? All right, man. So my thoughts on the ending, genuinely, bro, I loved it. Like I said, man, in the beginning of the show, I said I'm someone who never played the original and actually got to you know fully grasp the the full understanding of the first to the last mission. So understanding this one is is great for me. And 
my boy, he, he was kind of bashing Kingdom Hearts, man, and, and, and the more <laughs> crazy mindset. Trust and believe me, by being a, a Kingdom Hearts fan, man, from, from KH1 all the way to this third one, and me not really following the um, like the crazy mobile game stuff like that, but finding really good YouTubers that can can help condense that stuff. Like the story is still amazing. So I'm thinking like when I when I contrast that to this game, it's like I don't want them to to go that route because we already got that route because of the crazy mobile game frenzy that I think Kingdom Hearts like mobile was like the first mobile game i think or, or like the second or something like that so i know that the company was trying to just take grasp of that aspect and that convoluted the story you know what i'm saying making you go and buy different stuff to experience that so with this i think that they got the perfect plane to like sum up the complete compilation so that's why i don't really think that it's going to be a trilogy i think it might be like five games like my boy said because mm, wow. like final fantasy 7 when you look at that I don't just look at like Cloud and like like the original cast. I think of everything and everybody who got something to do with it. Everything they got something to do with Crisis Core. Like I think they gonna have to touch on it all in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, as far as the ending though, like when when you do that last boss and everybody assess the last three villains or whatever, I know people were saying that that was supposed to be like a a future oh, form yeah, of Cloud. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making sure I was like gonna keep yeah. that just so I could bring it up. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, um, like yeah, when you when you assess all three of the bosses, I guess it comes up, and everybody was thinking it was Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett, but I guess it's Kadaj. What's the name? Of, what's the other guy's name? Kadaj, Laz, and Yazu. Kadaj, Laz, and Yazu. Yeah. Right, the guys from which I, which I, which which, mm. I said, which I was saying that before, and Jabar was disagreeing with me, but then the book came out and confirmed it. Remember that one? Yeah, Right, yep. so yeah, so I just seen that too, like in the 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 Ultimania or whatever, and that they confirmed that 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 is those guys from Avin Children. So that's why I kind of want to go into my theory craft to say like, okay, if we're gonna say that they're gonna end the game off with Avin Children like nudge, then I think it's safe to say that this is really whatever's going on is being promoted from whatever Avin Children versions of the characters. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever happens, maybe a couple years after Advent Children or mm -hmm. right after Advent Children, it's really telling us that whatever happens, I got to watch it again. But um, I definitely know that Aerith helps the team in that movie. You know yeah, what I'm saying? She cloud of, of the geostigma. And all right. That. And she does that through the live stream, right? Yeah, through the live stream. She has right. all the powers yeah. that Sephiroth has. She can do everything. Exactly. They're like Yin and Yang. You know what I'm saying? So I think in some type of way, I mean, it, it might sound crazy, but like, I think that the life live stream is like some type of crazy wi-fi network like let's mm -hmm. i'm gonna just throw that out there you know what i'm saying so and those the, yeah. those two they can really access that network the best you know what i'm saying or right. they have like help uh Arif has help from you know her pat like uh, what do they call the cetra she was the last cetra so she of course is so more a little bit more powerful than sephiroth but i believe i don't think it's sephiroth that did the time meddling i think in some weird way it's Arif that's trying to change something because she's the they one that said, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I think like once we get more, um, you know, versions of the game, uh, sequels, I guess come out, we're going to get more of a condensed story, of course. But I think mm. it's really Aerith that's like messing with it more or did it. And then a, a, a past version of Sephiroth caught on to that because he still can live through the live stream. You know what I'm saying? He probably cut catches on to this, whatever message or whatever she's trying to give off to her past self. And, 
that's how Sephiroth gets into it from that mm. first uh, uh, like interaction between Sephiroth and Cloud because that's the first interaction between Arab that he's supposed to have like you guys said it seems like yeah he is trying to stop him from from like meeting her you know what I'm saying so I think he's trying to really stop the message that future Arif is trying to give the future uh, past Arif you know what I'm saying at that exact moment but like the the whispers they trying to stop it and and make sure everything goes the way it's supposed to go but that's now just... that we don't have those whispers we don't have any of the fate stuff going on I really like just to say like what I think could possibly happen like I, I definitely think Zach is going to be playable for a large portion of these next couple games or maybe a large portion of one of the games to come out. But I think they're going to heavily focus on these characters to basically explain the compilation as a whole. You know what I'm saying? And like go in deep with other characters to tell past stories, to make Final Fantasy VII all summed up so they can finally make something better. <laughs> like do something that the people can like finally appreciate because like Kingdom Hearts, that's another Square Enix property that people just don't appreciate as much. You know what I'm saying? Like it got a, a core fan base like myself, but Final Fantasy VII, if they mess up this ending, I think they're going to have, I know that they're, they're going to have a way more hard time like recovering from that. Yeah, there's no more Hearts redos game. after this. There's no, no, there's no six game where you redo. Nope. Yeah, it's yeah, like you see my, the my last hope, That's what's up. Okay. I hope that we got at least can uh <laughs> play with four characters. I don't know if it was just me, but I know that you can't play with four characters on the original. Like it's just three. Mm-hmm. But like I was so, hoping, bro. Yeah, I wanted to play with him. I, I mean, I was just like, damn, why am I steady breaking up from the group? I was so angry. I'm like, come on, why can't we just stay together and just like do this the way we would do it if it was just three of us? Like, so I was thinking more that was probably like the PlayStation 4's limitations. They couldn't do that much type of stuff to like how you switch in between all these characters, but yes, they ain't got no type of excuses when these new consoles come out. I better mm-hmm. see us all playing eight. with all all the characters on screen going crazy. I want, yeah, exactly. I want, I want yeah. banking them. Yeah. I think that's more because the original, all at once. Let's go. I think that's more because the uh, original was like that in Midgar. Like you would split up and you wouldn't have your full party until like the end of Midgar or whatever. So they were trying to you know keep it the same way as the. OG, but we know next game is going to be different because the next game should be more open, you know. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm 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 just finish my whole little thing off by saying I'm gonna just give y'all something to think on. Like, what if, like, at the end of this whole entire thing, or probably like leading up into this, the, the climax, I should say, it's that scene that we've seen where everybody dies that plays out, but it's Cloud, the only one that's surviving, and he has to some way alter the timeline back. So that everything goes the way it was supposed to go. Like Can that'd I? be trippy. Cause I think that they want to change it, but I think that they know that they if they change it too much, man, they go they're gonna have to I, I, I think like, they're going yeah. for happily ever after, but I'll I'll wait for it's my turn. We'll man, see. We'll I, see. I think Error has to die. I think Zach got has to die because that just you know what I'm saying, that still lives on with us still to this day. You know what I'm saying? I was just born and I knew about Arif dying, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I understand why certain characters have to die at that time. And I think that they still need to die. I'm gonna be one hundred, man. That's what's up, in the man. end, it's all Good going. To, in the end, it's all going to be a dream, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, s- slow mo. It's gonna be a you're... VR mission. It's gonna be a jabby yes, VR mission. Yeah, slow mo. Your take on all this, man. The the ending and your your theory crafting on what the what's to come. In in your thoughts. All right. So like, 
I I've been really enjoying all the conversation, all the theories you guys got. I I personally love the ending. I loved it because I think it gave something new for people who were looking for something new while also preserving what had already happened, which is like the term calling it a requel. It it fits so well because it doesn't mean that what happened before in the original game didn't happen. This isn't mm-hmm. like saying that oh that's no longer canon that absolutely is canon those things happen this is more of like almost like the terminator series which hopefully it will, it will like the the quality of it will be a lot better but it, essentially with that last terminator movie that that came out that really kind of rewrote what happened in terminator terminator 2 you you have you have change the timeline in a sense and so i i I like that because it it, it allows for the next installments to be something fresh that no no one whether you're an og final fantasy 7 fan or you're brand new to the series can really 100 say oh i know what's about to happen i mean you know where they're going you know what places they may go but you don't know exactly who's going to survive there's nothing to spoil here anymore you can't be spoiled because no one really knows what the future is going to entail so I, th- I thought that was great i thought them introducing the whispers the way they were initially i was annoyed by them i was super annoyed i was like what is this crap like where are they <laughs> getting this from this wasn't in the original game get this crap out of here but then near the end when i started to realize what they were there for and what their purpose was i was like oh okay this is i like this i, I like this now now i don't want to see them ever again i don't think they're going to be in the, in the next installments but I appreciate that addition for what it was. Um, how I see this playing out, I see I see Midgar still being destroyed, but I see a different outlook for, as I think someone said, that this may turn out to be more of a happy ending, and I think that's what will happen. I also think that Square Enix overall upper management is like, hey, look, you guys do whatever you want, and that's great. Uh, really, you know, spread your wings with the story. But in mm. the end, in the end, I want to further monetize this shit. So <laughs> basically, make me an ending where I can take whoever is left and you can make another game off of that. So oh, there will be a Final Fantasy 7 remake slash 2 or whatever the heck they do so that there will be something else to continue the story sometime yeah. in the future Barrett so chronicles think, or some shit <laughs> yeah yeah something you know something where like you could continue on forward after the story is done and That's then have another another story going forward because they they seem to it used to be back in the day and I'm, I'm an old school final fantasy fan like my first one was final fantasy 4 uh back on the super nintendo and uh, I played six, and then and I, I played those two games before seven was even on you know anyone's radar. And back in the day, it was like they always they were self-contained stories. One did not pertain to the other. Brand mm-hmm. new characters, brand new world, brand new everything. And then I started to see over time Square changed with that. They started to say, okay, let's do sequels. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I mean, the ones they chose to do sequels for, I thought were absolute dumpster juice. Like 13, yeah. but 13. It, <laughs> it is 13, 15, Kingdom Hearts 3, continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just terrible, terrible stories. But like that you want to do sequels off of off of your gems, do that. You know, just make sure it's good. Now whether it, it turns out to be good or not, I don't know. Um I I I haven't had much faith in Square 
in the past, but I I think with the way this has turned out that I think my my faith in him is improving. But I think uh, I, I think I'm more excited for what's coming in the next few installments, which I think will probably be at the max three. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Than I was prior to playing this game. So yeah, I, I love it. I do gotta go though. And guys, yeah, no, not uh, not a problem. I appreciate. I really you love the conversation. Take it easy, man. You guys have a great one. Good night. Be easy, brother. Check him out on Scram Punks and on Brap on I think it's Wednesday nights. Scumcast. Right. <laughs> Shit, cast. what did I say? Oh, my bad. Scumcast. I'm tired as fuck, man. Yeah, so, it's yeah, all good, bad. man. Yeah, Sat- Saturday, Saturday with uh, Luca, Ashton Luca. Good combo, bro. Yes, yeah, sir. No problem, guys. Take care. All right, man. Appreciate Slow Mo coming through. Let's go to my guy, Omar. What's your take on the ending? What is your theory, craft? Okay, first of all, shout out to the panel, shout out to the chat. This was legit amazing. And shout out to you for hosting it. Um, I loved it. Um, I really do because look at us now. We're talking about Final Fantasy Seven, And if they ended it the way it should have been, it would have been boring. And it ends up, yeah, we know we're going to go uh, outside Midgar, but instead we got a bank. Like, I have never seen uh, people that conflicted about the game than, uh, for me, was with The Last of Us, the ending of Last of Us. Many people mm-hmm. were like, I dislike where this ending is going, and many people were like, I love it. So, yeah, I, I'm starting to think I like um, not open ending, but more like a controversial ending, way more than a big happy ending. And... Mm-hmm. I'm really thinking, so they can go two ways with this. They can blow it all the way up and fuck it up. And because time travel is iffy. Look look up Steingate. Time travel is super duper iffy. And by having, um, and I'm not sure uh, if Chris or Kofi can confirm that. But Nomura even said that he don't know how many installments. There are going to be for this game, yeah. which that's that what scary. Are, pretty much. Yes, if patients like rush them, then they'll do like some shorter f- games. But otherwise, which is that scary, but it itself because that that they don't they don't even have the ending in sight, or they have the ending in sight, but they don't know how to get there. Hmm. So we'll see. It's going it's to be, be a process. Ma- <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be massively interesting indeed. Um. I really love the game. Like we, we have so many things we didn't cover. I How know. you could uh, at some point play with different characters. I, I wrote, is, I, wrote how, I wrote ten questions. Only got to like three. So. <laughs> yeah. How um uh, Eris is super freaking sassy in a good way. She 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 is she is a lady with an iron fist. She is funny <laughs> as heck. I love I love the characters like oh yeah I'm I'm super hyped for for the next tournament and let's like sink in next game we're getting Yuffie we're getting Vincent maybe even Zach and a fucking open world like mm. uh, fuck Final Fantasy sixteen give me this all right that's what's up man that's, that's that passion right that's why I love it I love it. All right, man. We got two more left to discuss the game. Let me go to my guy, Pharaoh. The ending, 
your thoughts, um, theory crafting. I, I like, like the ending. I think uh, I think how we feel about this ending is gonna all depend on what they do next. Like mm. right now, we're right now. I think I think the people who like the ending like the ending because it's open to new possibilities. But I think ultimately the ending is gonna be judged. You know, five, ten years from now, when the game's over, and like, yeah, that ending of Final Fantasy, you know, remake, the first one was great because it opened up all these possibilities that we got in these other games. And they're gonna compare each other as well, too. Yeah, gonna be. So I think, uh, I think that, I think, I think ultimately that, and that this ending that we got in this game is gonna be ultimately judged based on what they do in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as, as far as for the future of the other games. Some of the some things that I think will will change, um, especially based on the the three scenarios that you got at the um, with uh, Cloud, uh, with Tifa, uh, uh, Aerith, and Barrett, and then um, the interaction that Aerith had with Marlene. Um, I think that there may be a possibility that Marlene is also an ancient mm. um, because she was able to feel her father's presence. Um, at the end of the yeah. game, so Darklink really, ninety nine said in the chat. Um, so I think there is a possibility that she's an ancient. Um, so I think that may be a difference in the story. Um, mm-hmm. And I think as I think with Aerith, I think the biggest changes we're going to see in the story is, is really going to be with Aerith. I think um, you know in the original game it was a love triangle up until her death. Um, I think this Aerith being cognizant of the future, I don't think it's going to be a love triangle any, anymore. I think she's going to kind of guide him into Tifa more as the story goes on. Because we even saw in this game, they were more like best friends than they were like romantic rivals. Hmm. Um, so I think she's going to guide that romance because she knows Cloud needs Tifa to become whole again. That he's incomplete right now, that he's mentally broken. So I think she's going to guide that more while she's alive. Um, I think that's one big difference. And I think the overarching thing that we're going to get is that it's going to be a happily ever after ending. I'm not sure if any of the main cast dies in this one. Um, Because, I mean, we expect Aerith to die. And um, I just think about, like, being in the the City of the Ancients where Aerith actually dies. And I imagine the feeling that I'm going to have that, 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 you know, that pit in my stomach, like, oh man, it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And how easily that can be flipped if like they replace it with some cool action fighting scene where like, you know, Cloud or Zach fights off at Sephiroth and then the game ends. Like, oh my gosh, the game ended. Aerith's still alive. I can't believe this. I can't wait for the third game. Like right. I, I can see that happening. So I, I do think they're going for a happily ever after ending. I think they're trying to achieve an ending and the earth does not well Gaia does not decide to kill mankind. That's what I think the ultimate ending that they're going for. I think they're trying to reach a scenario which um, the live stream decides to keep mankind alive. That's what I think the ultimate ending is. I feel like we're definitely going to replay this and see who's the closest. Um, but uh, last but not least, my guy, Chris Righteous. Some great debates, man. Really really good, uh, a lot of informative pieces, man. This is, this is pretty fun. Um, so y- your thoughts on the ending and the theory craft behind that. Okay, so uh, before I even reached the ending, because there was a lot of people who had their copies of FF7 before, you know, we out here in the U.S. got ours, you know, a lot of people in Europe. Um, a lot of people were already finishing the game and finished yep. the game, and I was on social media. 
And I was seeing a little bit of split, right? I was seeing people say, oh my God, the ending is amazing. Then other people who I know who are Final Fantasy VII fans were like, oh, I don't know about this, or I don't like it, or what the hell is Square doing with this, or whatever. So before I reached ending, I was a little bit worried. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, what the, what the freak they're going to do? You know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. like when I saw like Sephiroth, um, Sephiroth stabbed the person. I'm not going to say who, because we didn't even talk about that. We did. But we since... Okay, well, I'm just saying because FC violence still hasn't gotten to that point. But um, I was like, oh, is that what they're doing? Like, oh, man, this is ruined. But then once I actually got to the ending, ending, um, I loved it, man. I was like, yo, this is what people, what, like, what are people complaining about or whatever? And I, and I understand, like, the whole thing was, like, since Namora has his name on it, like, he gets he gets mostly the, ban the blame. But he's not the only one. Like I said, he's not the main uh, writer. And... Um, who knows? Nomura could have had inputs that actually saved this remake, you know what I mean, for being a complete True. disaster. But yeah. um like he did in the original game. He he's he he had an inputs that I mean, freaking saved the game. Um it, but as far as like um uh, what I think is gonna go, I don't I think it's gonna be just like what Katasha said, is like we're still gonna get a lot of the same things that happened in the original game. Like we're still gonna go to Junon, get on the ship to Costa del Rey. We're still gonna go to freaking uh, uh Golden Saucer. We're still gonna go to uh Cosmo Canyon, and I'm really interested. That's the one I'm most excited for. Is Cosmo Canyon not because of the location itself? It's because who you meet in Cosmo Canyon, which is Bugenhagen, and Bugenhagen, you already know, it's like the like he knows everything, right? He's like all knowing, right? So he's gonna explain a lot of things about what's going on with the timelines and the destinies and what are like the consequences of the gang defeating uh the singularity with the whispers and the arbiter of fates or whatever. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um I heard the theory about Mar uh, Marlene being a etc. Uh, I'm glad he mm. brought that up. Um but that's just a theory. It's still being, you know, it's a, it's an interesting theory and can be plausible. Um, what else? Um, I think that I'm not too worried. The reason why I'm more optimistic about uh, this game and the series in general is, right? Because I understand Square Enix had, a, like, past 15 years have been really rough and shaky, and they messed up mm -hmm. on a lot of things, and some of their games were mediocre, but the fact that this game they did it so well and they nailed it so well and they and they kept true to the actual like uh universe of ff7 with its characters and the way the characters interact with each other um and 95 percent of this game was like completely like faithful to, uh to the original with some deviance here and there and stuff like that but everything pretty much played out the same um i think that they and plus hearing the feedback i think that they're um you know, I, I have more faith in them. I have more confidence. It's just like Capcom. Capcom messed up Resident Evil for the longest time, but now they're freaking, you know what I mean? They, they've they been knocking it out of the park with Resident Evil. I know Resident Evil 3 is a little iffy, but Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 7 were amazing, so I don't see why Square uh, can uh, can do the same thing. But overall, man, like, I really loved it. Um, I love the possibilities that this can come because if it was just a, the same one-to-one -one remake, um, I would have loved to see that, but a lot of things I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been surprised at about. Right. Like if we went to the city of ancients, I would have like, oh, I already know what's gonna happen. Eric's gonna die here. And the same thing happened to me in this remake. Like I love what they did with Jesse Biggs and Wedge, how they fleshed them out, and yeah. and I got more attached to those characters. Jesse's but big. the whole time, I, 
yeah, but the whole time in my mind, I, I already knew what was going to happen to them. So mm-hmm. whenever the scene came up uh, um, on what happened to them, it didn't really hit me as much because I already knew exactly what was going to happen. Now they can change things around and surprise me once again. And it's like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time yeah. now. You know what I mean? Where I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So that's why I enjoy it myself. So yeah, man. Overall, I uh, really loved it. I love the fact that the ghost or the uh, the whispers, mm. uh, they make sense in the story. But I, I love the fact how they're like a metaphor of like the purists who don't want uh, uh, the original Final Fantasy VII to change, you know, at all. You know, what I mean, you're fighting against that. Yeah, and you're fighting against it, and it's the developers who want to break free or or, or whatever. But yeah, man, I'm very excited for the sequel, man. And they, they can fuck this all up. Like, if they fuck it all up, I'll be the first one to say, yo, I hate this. <laughs> but given how well they did this first one, and they seem like they're more uh, focused, even though there there is a little bit of uncertainty as far as the development themselves. Like, them saying, like, they're saying, like, we don't know how long it's going to be, and, and we don't know when the next one is going to come out, blah, blah, blah. It does have a little bit of un- uncertainty. But I think they know how much this game means to people, and I'm glad that a lot of people, for the first time, are jumping into this uh, universe that I love so much. That's all I want. Yes, sir. That's a great ending to that. I'm gonna shout out the chat real quick, and then we'll close this out. Appreciate everybody coming through. Tremel, uh, one of Dante's guy. Appreciate you coming through. Gaming despair. Dark League ninety nine with some good good topics in debate. Cyber the Wolf. Uh, Diclonius Games. I hope I said that correctly this time. For uh, Fernando Perez and uh, Gene Mark Luis and Virg Brizzle. I appreciate you guys coming through. Uh, if you guys are listening or are interested in this, man, just DM me if you want to go on the show, man. I'm pretty open with that. Um, again, Karate Chop that like button. Subscribe if you are new. And let's do our outro. Let's go straight to Dante Crisis, man. Uh, I'm going to shout out you and Nubs. Uh, I know this is a, a spoiler cast and you guys don't have it, but I appreciate you guys being good sports anyway. Next week, we'll be back on our regular schedule programming. So, so Dante, do your outro, my guy. Uh, what's up, everybody? You can find me at Twitter on at Dante Crisis. You can find me at YouTube at Dante Crisis. You can find me on Mixer, Twitch, DLive uh, at Dante Crisis as well. I'm currently doing... I'm nearing the end of a Let's Play of Resident Evil 3. Uh, yeah, last part goes up tomorrow. I'm currently doing a Let's Play of For Honor. On the weekends, I'm doing... Uh, recording sessions of Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3, as well as Gears Tactics. And at the moment, as far as my streaming schedule, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Uh, well, today now for me, unfortunately. But tomorrow on Wednesday, I will, I will be beginning my Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Legendary playthrough. Nice. And Thursday, I am playing Persona 5 Royal. I nice. just finished the third palace. Mm. Yes, sir. That's what's up, my guy. Uh, Jubei Sensei, Captain Xbox. Yep, yep. You can still find me at uh, Jubei Sensei on Twitter and Instagram. Jubei X Sensei, uh, Xbox Dante. Um, I am free for multiplayer gaming for the foreseeable future. So, um, nice. that's Monday, I think. That's Monday. Right? Get me in there. Um, so you, so, so you. Okay, we'll talk after this. Yep. Yeah. Right, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Shout out to you. Let's go to the special guest, my guy. NYT Goon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First off, I want to say, FC, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for letting Very me be on pleasure. that track. New track coming soon. 
uh, chat. We rocking with y'all. My panel guests, thank you for having me and hearing me out. It was great combos. Uh, you guys can catch me, man. Making heat. Keep no flex. K E N O space F L E X X on YouTube. That's all, man. <laughs> That's yes, all, sir, man. Check him out, and I, again, I cannot wait, man. I can't wait. It's Jones Fire. He is the the voice of the VGP intro, man. He is the song, and the new intro is gonna be even more heat. So shout out to you, my guy. You killed it, man. You did, you did really good on the debates and just your, your love, man. in general, man. You definitely killed it. Way, way to redeem yourself instead of that Game of Thrones throne cast man. we had. You just... <laughs> man, anyway, it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> all right, let's, let's go to my other special guest, Chris Righteous. Uh, yo, um, it's good to be back on. Uh, appreciate it. Great conversation. Uh, I loved it. I loved everybody's input and everybody's series. Um, you can catch me every Wednesday on Planet Xbox Kids Moves channel at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, I think next week we're not gonna have one, or this week, yeah, this week because I think the I think we're gonna do a reaction Xbox to show. um, yep. yeah, yeah, where they're gonna show off you know a bunch of PlayStation Five games, so I'm excited for, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, y'all can catch us doing a reaction to that. I think it's uh Thursday, right? It's Thursday, Thursday at eleven a.m. Yep. Yeah. Eleven a.m. Yeah. All right. So yeah, man. Everybody take it easy, man. Let's mosey. Let's go. That's what's up, man. Omar, where people find you? Um, thanks for having me. This was fun. Shout out to the panel. Shout out to the chat. You can find me at Caravan Culture Hub. And for the panel members, if anybody wants uh, to continue this conversation, we can do that after this podcast ending. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go to Pharaoh, where people can find you. You can find me on... Uh... Twitter at Feral Bazaar, Xbox and PSN at Bazaar 5000. I will be beating Final Fantasy 7 for the second time before FC beats it once. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I know I can't even say nothing, man. I'm, 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 just, I'm gonna mute myself. All right, shots fired. My guy, my guy is exactly my guy. That's literally murder. Yeah, no, that was a bazooka. No, listen, I, I'll catch the hell. It is what it is, man. Fucking football manager. It's crack, man. I can't. I can't. I hear you. I can't like, help you got it, other man. games. If you I don't can't, stop. I can't, I can't help it, man. I can't help it. All right, let's, let's go. Let's go to my guy, man. New Horizon Reg. Where people find you? Um, As always, guys, it's been a blast. Uh, Thanks to the panel. Thanks to the guests for being here. Sorry I was late. Um, you can find me. You can find me on Cam Soda. Um, please subscribe, <laughs> and I will be doing unboxing of old Final Fantasy toys. Um, it's every Tuesday at 9 p.m., so please log into there. Uh, my name is Tifa, is my waifu, so please join me. <laughs> the thing is, you're saying this, people are actually gonna try to look for you, bro. I you know, DM me, like, where, where the fuck is uh, the unboxing? Like, I don't, man, Reg is kind of weird, man. I can't, can't help you out on that. Yes, listen, sir. And last but not least, my guy, Mr. Mr. PlayStation himself, Japanese extraordinaire, creative underscore Kofi, where people can find you. Guys, I don't know where you can find me at. I haven't been on Twitter for a week now. Me either, um, man. And I, yeah, and <laughs> to be honest, free, guys? yeah, I, I'm super spoiler free, it, but it's funny because I miss my Falcom family. You know, we're always tweeting about trail stuff, and I've been, I've been doing some video editing of my gameplay for uh, to hype up trails. 
Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know where you can find me, but I'm gonna be playing. Um, I just bought on sale a game I um I've been meaning to buy for a while. What's it called? Uh, the Fist of the North Star uh, Yakuza mm. game. Uh, oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah, that game is dope. So um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I think I'm gonna do some uh some uh, video editing of that with uh I, I was thinking of doing like a Yakuza smash up with like Ichiban with Yagami with uh Kazuya and then of course uh uh Ken uh Kenshiro so yeah oh. but that's oh, just there anyway, news after this for you that's that's that is oh man this is FC violent this is vitamin G gaming podcast where you get your weekly dose of that vitamin G for gaming anyway I'll catch y'all next week we'll probably do a live on Thursday we'll see and uh always 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 keep it gaming we out of here peace Later. I'm on the outside looking in. And I wanna be, and I wanna be back on the inside. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be left on the outside. All alone. In the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those of this body of cheese. You rockin' with beasts, discussing the heat in the streets, take over.